0: <laughs> y- y- you're everything i need michelle branch that's michelle uh, branch right
1: uh yeah sounds about right
0: okay welcome to me and michelle branch uh the podcast where uh me michelle branch uh and david that's me <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is the podcast where week to week you try to convince me that michelle branch is
0: awesome and it took one second because we all agree Michelle branch is amazing. Oh, for sure. National treasure, international treasure. Is she Canadian? She's not Canadian.
1: I don't think she's Canadian. No,
0: no, it seems unlikely. Yeah. Possible, but unlikely. (laughs) Uh, This is actually me and Pete. I am Pete, not Michelle branch. I I mean, we, we all wish we were uh, the, the venerable Michelle branch, but not all of us (laughs) can be her. In fact, only Michelle branch can be Michelle branch. How long is this going to go on for? <laughs> I don't know. I don't um, know. Until, until Michelle branch finally gets the Renaissance she deserves. <laughs> I wonder what
1: she's up to. these days. I
0: was just going to say, when, when is the last time Michelle branch released a uh, commercial recording?
1: You know, yeah. Um, was it two L's you think, or one L? I think she's a two L kind of gal. Michelle Brent, she has an Instagram, it's verified, with 129,000 followers. Dope. Her latest post was from nine hours ago as of recording this. Okay. And it appears to be a, it's a picture of a rug in her her bathroom. (laughs) 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 Um, You know, nothing, nothing on here at this point about music. Oh, what's this? That appears to be a crowd of people. Happy anniversary, Patrick. Uh, No. (gasps) What? oh it's, it's who confirmed confirmed here patrick yeah it's patrick
0: oh that would be amazing what it, what a crazy uh it would be hilarious crazy random happenstance that would be
1: right <laughs> that would be incredible
0: <laughs> oh yeah uh, you know what else is incredible
1: what oh yeah oh oh hold up hold up
0: let me get okay. in on this okay okay Ooh, good, good crack. Uh, tonight, uh, I, t- I teased it last week, sort of. It. Did uh, you know? Because my, my pre-podcast beer was from Phillips Brewing, and that's all I have left in my fridge. But I opted for a different one. Last, last week, I briefly described Electric Unicorn, which had one of the okay. greatest write-ups of all time. Right. Uh, this time, it's Hop Circle. Uh, it's kind of alien-themed. Ooh. Uh, with a hop flavor that's out of this world, Hop Circle IPA will probe your taste buds and abduct your senses. The gravitational pull of this IPA will have you searching for another close encounter of the thirst kind. <laughs> Resistance <laughs> is futile. Oh, man. They get me. Sorry, who did you say that was by? Uh, Phillips Brewing and Malting Company. All right. So I'm drinking
1: beer from a uh, brewery I've never sampled, actually. Uh, that would be the Medicine Hat Brewing Company. Ooh, they're good. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm about why well, I I had this earlier, so this won't be a first taste for okay, me. But, okay, okay. Uh, their Burnside Blood Orange oh,
0: Ale. That's a good one. Yeah, so I've, I I have had it before and I can confirm I like it.
1: Shall I read?
0: Mhm. All
1: right. It's kind of hard to read the, the it's it's pretty small, but let's see what it says Burnside Blood Orange Ale is named after AF Burns, a What? Oh, a noted (laughs) businessman. I thought I said hotel. A noted (laughs) businessman from the early 1900s. Burns has dreams of uh, developing a piece of bare land that has spectacular views of the Red Rock Coolies, especially when the sun was setting. What does that say? (laughs) (laughs) Our Burnside Uh Blood Orange uses... (laughs) uh, Oh, uses are, wow, well, this is hard to read. They did not pick a good font for this. Uh Natfield, maybe, blonde uh, as its base. And we add copious amounts of real blood orange puree to it. Ooh. And result, a true thirst quencher. So no puns in there. I'm a little disappointed. And and the font choice was a little, a little questionable. Maybe it's just I've got bad eyes. I don't know.
0: But could be, could be.
1: Sippy time. Mm. Oh yeah yeah, I, I like it and maybe it's right up front I'm like searching I'm searching for the copious amounts of blood orange puree mm. to give it like it it's a good beer like it's it's a fantastic um I would drink this gladly if I was you know mowing the lawn or whatever you know mm-hmm out in the hot sun. It's, it's a, I get the quencher thing, especially when it's nice and cold. Yeah. Um, I'm not necessarily tasting like the, the blood orange right up front or anything. And maybe there's a little bit there, but it's, it's enjoyable. No doubt.
0: No doubt. No diggity. No doubt. Uh, <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. what a, I had, I had a different Phillips one earlier today, but oh. that's fine. Oh. Uh, yeah. we had, we had outsiders in our house today. It was so bizarre. It was my brother. How bizarre? Uh, How bizarre? How bizarre? uh, Ooh, baby. It's making (laughs) me crazy. Uh, I had to think really hard to remember a lyric that wasn't just how bizarre. (laughs) I know. Uh, No, my brother and his family were in town for a doctor's appointment. Oh, yeah. And their kids haven't seen my kids in six months. Yeah. So they're like, can we just stop by for a bit? And we're like, yeah. I mean... Both our bubbles are very small, yeah. So we're like, I I think we'll be okay. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was so bizarre. To how, have, bizarre? <laughs> uh, how bizarre?
1: How <laughs> bizarre? Uh, <laughs> just, just on a on a, on a cycle. Uh, I did something that felt weird today. Actually, I went to the eye doctor. That's not weird because I've you know never been to the eye doctor. I've got glasses. I go quite often. <laughs> um, I can see your glasses. Yes, you can and, and in fact, in a few weeks, you'll see new glasses Ooh. Uh, because you know my eyes are bum eyes, so they just keep getting worse um but you you know, like the the puff test, yes, oh, the absolute is it not the worst I think, or do you actually sit there just like, okay, I'm good. Let's I do it think
0: thing. I'm the only person in the world who kind of likes the puff test
1: why it's see, the funny thing is is i've I've done it so many times, right, and mm-hmm. I know. There's nothing painful about it. There's nothing really uncomfortable about it, right? It's just like the psychological side of things where you're like sitting there going, okay, I know I need to keep my eye open. Yeah. And, you know, and try not to immediately go through the roof when they hit me with the puff of air, right? (laughs) Yeah. But every time, in fact, she had to do it multiple times today because like my first eye, she gets it all lined up hits me with the puff of air, and I I move too quick. I just got cat-like reflexes. Yeah, it's definitely So she's like, yeah, she's like, I got to do it again. (laughs) All right. And so she does it again and gets it on that one. The next eye, she just like can't get it. She tried several times, and finally she's like, you know what? It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, great.
0: That's awesome. I'll never
1: know, know because I think that's the glaucoma test, isn't it?
0: I have no Uh, idea. I just find it kind of refreshing. You find it refreshing? Kind of. It's kind Like I don't like know, being... it's it's just something something that makes me feel. feel Is it like...
1: refreshing like the Burnside Blood Orange Ale from Medicine Hat Brewing Company?
0: Not maybe not quite equally as refreshing, but right. like a different kind of refreshing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like more like uh, more like a, a splash of cold water on the face.
1: If if I was doing that, like if if I was the person administering that test, I would feel like you have just this like unmatchable power for the most part because. <laughs> I feel like even just the biggest like gruffest, roughest dude that doesn't get scared by anything doesn't jump for anything, whatever, <laughs> nerves of steel, yeah, as soon as that little puff of air
0: hits him in the eyes he's,
1: he's bouncing like it's
0: <laughs> yeah, no I don't know i I don't think I've ever talked to anybody who's like yeah i like I like the puff test, but I kind of do,
1: yeah
0: <laughs> which i mean i I recognize I'm a weirdo in a lot of ways, right, and that might be the weirdest, but right. Uh, I'll take it. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have not been to the optometrist. We actually, we made it in right before like any lockdown stuff. Right. I think, I think this was like on the radar of a potential happening, but it yeah. wasn't a thing that had happened yet. So like right. they were wiping stuff down extra and that was about it. Okay. But
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's weird. Cause like my kids had their, Eye exam the other day, which is what reminded me when they called to like confirm. I was like, Oh, I should book an eye appointment. And so they had theirs and they're like, Yep, can you please everyone wear masks and all this stuff coming in? So Mm -hmm. we had my wife made some masks, so we wore them in. But then this place they're like didn't even say anything. Like the the optometrist was wearing a mask and everyone Mm -hmm. else there was wearing a mask, but they didn't like ask you to wear a mask. So I was like, Gotcha. I get I guess I guess the 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 uh, was it speaking? The moist speaking only happens, you know, if if one of you is wearing a mask, you're safe.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it, I mean, safe is is the wrong word, but yeah, yeah, uh, it definitely. Uh, even one person wearing a mask reduces transmission greatly. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, and two people wearing it, like doubles that. So like, like if twin skeletons were wearing masks, neither skeleton. <laughs> Would be very likely to <laughs> contract. Uh, and I'm just going to play the song. For
1: I, I, I those. I hit my head you, on the wall yeah, a few times.
0: Yeah, for those not watching at home because we don't have viewers, because uh, you can't view us, David bashed his face against the wall at how poor of a, an, an attempt at uh, working the song title in naturally that was, uh, I stand by it. Not my, not my Can you
1: stop the music for a second?
0: Uh, fine.
1: That guitar riff. Okay. Let's just get into the song real quick because to start when I first hit play on the song. So this is what I did. I, I, I talked about doing this before. I actually went on and read the lyrics and read some of the, like, the thoughts behind the song before even listening to the song. Interesting. Um, yeah. Which was, I mean, I don't know that it added or took anything away from the experience. Um, but when I first hit play on the song, as soon as Patrick started singing, uh, cause I was like, lyrically, I was like, Oh, I kind of like this. And then as soon as he started singing, I was like, Oh, I don't think I like this. <laughs> but as soon as that guitar riff comes in and like the drums come in, I'm sold hundred percent. Interesting. Yeah, like this that I'm not I'm not sold necessarily on his vocals. That's still like the the part of the song I don't like is his singing on this song. But musically, this song is just kind of neat for me. Um, yeah, like y- y- just like that, it's a super simple guitar riff, and the drums are super. But just how it comes in is kind of opens things up, and it feels pretty big. The instrumental breakdown is fantastic. It's like it's so cool when the vocals come in, but Am I supposed to be reminded of Gangsta's Paradise? That's my only question. Um, because I
0: think that should always be taken as a bonus. <laughs> Anything that reminds you of Gangsta's Paradise should right. be considered a pro. Well,
1: yeah, no, no, it's fine. I like <laughs> it. Like, but as I hear it, I'm like, oh, this reminds me of just like the choir part on Gangsta's Paradise.
0: Ah, yes. Um, oh, and yeah, totally.
1: Speaking of Paradise. I can't help but sing Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. I was going to get to that. (laughs) There's a room in a hotel
0: in New York City where the grass is green and the girls are pretty.
1: Yeah, totally. Like, every time I'd sing it. I'm I'm still half convinced those are the lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) I, 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 I I do like... The one thing I picked up from the lyrics when first reading them, I was immediately like, Oh, I like the flow of there's a room in a hotel in New York city that shares our fate and deserves our pity. I was like, it flows so well. Um, but yeah, then as soon as I heard it, I'm like, Oh, it flows so well because it sounds so familiar.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part of me wonders if like there is any intentional inspiration from that. Yeah. Or like, so- like, is there any homage to, to paradise city in this
1: this song should be called twin skeletons gangsta's paradise city. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is an homage to it. Like it's, it's fully intentional. I'm not sure, but um, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'll
0: say, Um, I, I think this is a good song. This is weird. You might like this song more than me. Maybe. Uh, uh, I, I I think this is a good song, but I think it could be a great song if the chorus was better. Like I think, what makes it better? I, I don't know. I I'm, I'm trying to remember what exactly it is. That, if it's
1: not man. Patrick singing like that, <laughs>
0: I think it's because, like, here I like I like how the verses hit. Like, like yeah. a, they almost feel like kind of hip hoppy verses. Gangster's paradise thing. maybe maybe a touch It's like to me the ends of these lines are strong like the droning on and on and on yeah like it's a strong end and then i, I don't know the, the chorus just feels not as strong i don't know it's fine um i've i've read about i say that too much don't i it's fine <laughs> no, uh,
1: I say it too much
0: Yeah, maybe It's it's. I guess, it's, it's the mantra of the show Yep uh, But somewhere Pete Wentz talks about this being the closer of this album Which apparently we're just doing all of the closing songs of all the albums Yeah, I, I,
1: I did take note of that I was like, what's what's, what's your deal with
0: picking last songs? That was by sheer accident on this one I was looking at a list alphabetically Oh, and yeah. and of uh, just all the song titles, and, and this one jumped out.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, but yeah, he he loves it. this song as a closure. like, it's the perfect closing song for this album. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think just I mean, even pa- Patrick just said it. It hit it. Never quit it. These these verses just hit. This part is uh, so good. Interesting. I think this is another part that kind of like <laughs> I-, I tune out on just a little bit oh yeah it's not bad but like I- and that's what I'm saying I-, I like this song but I think it could be better if just some things were tweaked a bit and I have no suggestions on how to tweak them but uh... I mean
1: it's kind of hard because like the verses as you said they kind of hit hard but the chorus is designed to kind of pull back right yeah like, and
0: I- and I guess that's necessary because so. otherwise it's just a huge hype song to end a, end an album so right. yeah I'm
1: trying to think if it goes at the end of this song again like the the part that really reminds me of Gangsta's Paradise
0: I think so I thought it ends kind of
1: yeah, I think on the, it does.
0: On the uh, chanty bit
1: but anyway I don't know like I listened to this song probably five or six times in a row <laughs> Nice. And I was just like I mean it, the the thing I will say Yeah, here you go. Is that
0: Been spending it, most of lives living in a <laughs> gangster's <laughs> paradise
1: <laughs> It does like there is a certain aspect about it that I think is kind of forgettable in the sense that if you put it on and you're not listening to it like intently you're going to miss some things, but they don't have things that'll grasp your attention. If you know what I mean? Like, have you ever had some, have you ever had a song like music playing and say, you're doing something, working on something, whatever. And then there's a piece, like a song that comes on you're like, Oh, and it like catches your attention, even though it's kind of in the background. I don't think this song is going to do that by any means. Maybe the very end of it, as it kind of cuts out and you just have all those vocals possibly. But I feel like, if it's playing in the background, it's not going to do anything to grab your attention. But if you're listening to it, it was when I was like actually first paying attention to, it, I was like, Oh, I kind of like like what they're doing with the overall like feel of this song. And then like the, as I keep calling them the gangsta's paradise bits, but
0: um <laughs> which is yeah, actually know, selling me on it even more. So
1: yeah, well you, I, I'm surprised you haven't looked up gangsta's paradise yet to compare the two and be like, Oh, <laughs> oh I oh, don't dang, need to. Yeah. It's,
0: it's it's firmly in my head.
1: Like, yeah. Um I also think like so before I even read the lyrics to this song and I just saw the name of the song which of course is Twin Skeletons and is it Hotel in NYC? Is that what it is? Yeah, Hotel yeah. in NYC. Um I was immediately thinking and I I don't know if this is a reference at all in this song, but the hotel in New York City reminds me of do you know who Sid Vicious was? Yeah. That's sorry. not a, that's not a wrestling reference. No, no. <laughs> but like bass <laughs> bass player of the Sex Pistols. So yeah, okay. Sid Vicious and Nancy Spungen Um they're kind of like that notorious like rock and roll, like lifestyle couple <laughs> sort of thing, Sid and Nancy. Um Nancy was found dead in the hotel Chelsea in New York City. Uh, And Sid Vicious was charged with second degree murder and released on bail. He then died of a heroin overdose a few months later. Hmm. Um, But so when I first like that, there's a, there's a room or
0: how's it go? There's a room in a hotel in New York City, New York City that um,
1: that shares our fate and deserves our pity. That line just immediately reminded me of like that kind of story. Although I don't think it's intended. I believe Pete Wentz has said it, it actually references his first sexual encounter with Ashley Simpson in a hotel in New York.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's interesting. I, I just, like, I just I like read that. my thing first. <laughs> yeah, no, that yours is more interesting. Although... But almost... I mean, you, I, a, a younger me would disagree greatly because, man, was I in love with Ashley Simpson.
1: Oh, 100%. Um, but the thing is... I feel like this song is kind of referencing the death of something, or something that is okay, dying, is, right? Because this, this there's is, another reference this is in the for song you
0: in the background.
1: Oh, there we go. There's another this reference. Is, this uh, is uh, Punk Goes
0: '90s, Volume Two, Falling in Reverse, <laughs> doing. Oh, is of this paradise? actually falling? In, oh, yeah. Amazing.
1: Uh, Ronnie Radke Anyway um, The other reference Oh you want to speak Of a wrestling reference Ronnie Radke His girlfriend Or fiance Or whatever Is Paige She's oh, a wrestler okay. Anyway She's um, in this video The reference of The black crow Droning on and on It reminds me of a Like the raven By Edgar Allan Poe But it also reminds me Of the fact that Crows are often viewed As a sign of death Or impending trouble Yeah Um and so, like, that's why I kind of get that, like, to A, like, the Sid and Nancy comparison thing, I'm like, it kind of fits, because obviously their relationship was doomed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she died. It's believed that he killed her. And then he died a few months later. There's also talk that apparently there may have may, maybe been a suicide pact. Mm. Um, although, why he died four months later, I don't know. <laughs> <It's a> procrastinator <laughs> um, too. I guess, I guess, maybe. But, but yeah, so... It, the vibe I get of the song is just like talking about the death of something, which inevitably some people in their annotations and whatnot are saying like, Oh, it could be about the end of the band sort of thing. Like, Let's move on from that. Shall we? From of Paradise. <laughs> well, <laughs> Ronnie Radke. <laughs> I meant moving on from songs always being about the, the, you know, the, the falling apart
0: of fallout boy. This one, Actually, okay, I'll try and find it. This one, of all the things that have referenced the end of the band, actually has some interesting possible takes. Like, if you... Because some, some people view this as, like, not a straight-up love song, but, like, it can it can be read in, the, I don't know, in the vein of a, a love song of sorts. Mm-hmm. Or at, at least where it's, like, a romantic interest. Right. Uh, or a romantic relationship gone bad or going bad or something. But if you look at it just as like a platonic relationship between uh, Pete and Patrick too. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of ways that could work. Cause like their last show before they broke up was in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, Pete has referred to them as, Oh, I, th- oh, I can't remember what it is. There's a word for the uh, supposed telepathy that twins have. I can't remember what it is. Right. And he's referred to them as having that relationship where, Mm. like, Patrick and Pete, when they write together, it's like they're finishing each other's thoughts because they're in each other's heads. So he's kind of referred to them as twins before. Right. So, like, there is a lot of interesting imagery that, like, of all the claims of, Oh, every song is about them breaking up. This one has some merit to that. Right. Whereas the other ones seem to be a lot more of a stretch.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can see that, especially like, but, but it's also, I think it's easy to just say that it's not, it's not much of a stretch to say that, you know, the song could, could be written about that, but also easily interpreted just about any relationship sort of falling apart right like this song felt to me like the least kind of like referential and maybe there's some of that that you know i just didn't really see going through and obviously i don't necessarily know the references i mean i'm counting on other people to uh point those references out mm-hmm. um but you know not not have having not been a fan of the band since you know the days the days the early days and have been around since such and such a time, but. Um, I do like the there's a room in a hotel in New York City, like being kind of referencing the fact that their last show was in before they broke up was or went on hiatus or whatever was in New York City. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Um But yeah, there's a, I'm curious, like
0: I could see it. I could see it. I could see it. Here, here's the here. Here's the notes that I've read about it. um Basically, the last show before the hiatus was in New York, so the song could be read as Pete being scared that he's about to lose Patrick. The hotel in question is the one they stayed at before or after the last show. Uh, if you just hold on, it was Patrick who was calling for the hiatus. Pete didn't want to stop, so he's hoping Patrick will change his mind. He says, till we're twins again. Here's that fancy word. Uh, Pete has often compared him and Patrick's way of writing together as cryptophasia, which mm. means the language between twins. Right. Uh, the line, Till You Find What You Love. Patrick wanted to explore other music outside of Fallout Boy. I need a new partner in crime. Uh, Patrick mm-hmm. had been Pete's partner in crime until now, but it's over. Uh, birth and a death on the same day. Fallout Boy dies, but Patrick's soul punk is born, and so on. <laughs> so there, there are, I don't know, there's enough things to make me believe it's possible. Yeah, but, sure. But I I don't I think they've never said that as a thing. Right.
1: No, and but I, mean, I think that's kind of like the fun thing about Fallout Boy and you know like Pete's lyric writing is just like finding out more. He he has a good way, a strong way of just kind of like including things that aren't necessarily on the nose.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he, he... He's creative and vague enough that now, you, can, you I would, can fill in your own meaning if you want to.
1: Right. Um, I would be... Let's see here. Uh, yeah, see, I, I would be 100% on board with that theory if their final show that they played before that hiatus was played with the Black Crows. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe even Jet, or both. Jet Black Crows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, this is it's I I like I said, I don't think it's a song that'll necessarily if it's just playing somewhere, I don't know that it'll grab you, but to listen to it, I kind of really really began to enjoy it.
0: Yeah. That's a win. That's I mean, I'll I'll throw it in the win column. <laughs> uh apparently they don't play this live. That's too bad. Guess so, I won't
1: be seeing them live. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: That's just well, one one less ticket sale. That's for sure. Yeah,
1: I mean, no one's seeing them live right now. No, no. Have uh, they rescheduled Hella Mega Tour yet, or is it just all still like? I, th- I think it's all up in the. I don't think they've rescheduled even the anything. rescheduled things. Like, I'm like, that's not happening. Are you no. kidding me? Like, not anytime soon. Like, just looking at where things are right now, and like, so Jimmy Eat World for us being rescheduled to November. I'm like.
0: It's not happening if it happens in November, like that's a, a massive leap see and the funny thing is it's plausible here like we're in Edmonton, and of all the places like we're doing really good right. our numbers are seemingly under control and like yeah. almost near zero as far as like actual new cases goes like there's right. there's still i don't I don't understand it completely, but it's like we haven't had like a new case in a couple days right but it's like we're still getting new confirmed positive tests from like previous tests right. that have happened yeah, yeah but like yeah, yeah even all that considered it's like jimmy e world could probably fly here for a show in november and be fine but like the rest of their tour is probably not going to be a go well, by any stretch, but even so.
1: even then like I, d- I don't see concerts being like oh yeah, we're going to pack, let's say that Jimmy Eat World Show is probably, let's say an 800 cap venue. Yeah. Maybe, give or take. I don't see them being like, yeah, let's cram 800 people in here shoulder to shoulder like we used to do. Yeah.
0: Right? right, Like That's
1: where I'm like, I don't know how any of these rescheduled things where they're like, tickets will be honored will even happen. I'm like,
0: so who knows? Right, like these 800 cap places are going to be like capped at 400 and it's going to be like masks mandatory. Yeah, exactly. Also like no stay, moshing. stay like there's going to be like circles drawn in chalk on the floor and it's like please right. stay in a circle.
1: Yeah. yeah. There will be no like technical like general admission. You will buy a spot on the floor. <laughs> Which like honestly
0: sounds amazing to me.
1: <laughs> maybe. Like, maybe. My... But it'd be nice yeah if you're like I'm going to go get a beer and you don't worry about someone like sneaking oh, in your spot.
0: Totally. Or like I don't, th- these are like, different but like my favorite shows I've been to have been like sit down shows at right. like the Jubilee theater or the Winspear theater or something like that. Yeah. Where it's like, um, like the best ones I've seen there is like Dallas green performing a city in color. Right. Where it's just like, you just sit and you're in awe of like how musical he is. Sure. There's no, no getting up and dancing or anything, which I mean, there's, yeah, I'm, there I'm are shows
1: with. like that. But at the same point, I, I think the weirdest one I ever went to that kind of fits in that, Have you ever listened to Frank Turner?
0: Yes. So he's got
1: some songs that are just like acoustic singer, songwriter, more mellow stuff, but then he's got full on like punk songs. And I went and saw him at, um, actually, I think it was at the, no, the Windspear. I saw him at the Windspear and I was just like blown away. I was like, what is this going to be like? (laughs) Because, you know, like there are songs I'd seen him, I've seen him multiple times. And there are shows where I've seen him where it's like, the biggest circle pit I've seen in quite some time. I'm like, mm-hmm. how is this going to happen at the speed Right. <laughs> and, and it totally, there was no pit there. I mean, people were up dancing and whatever, but it was just like more of a, you know, a different feel, but he still played the songs the same way. So yeah. it'd be weird to just start going to shows like that, where it's like, okay, well, dancing is kind of limited. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it'll feel like going to like the shows that, you know, my crappy high school band would have played at where it's like, Oh, maybe there's a hundred people here, but it's in a, it's in a room for way more than that. And so they're all just like spread out. Like it's just friends of the bands.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be a while and it's going to be different. And
1: And I just wonder how much ticket
0: prices are going to go up because (sighs) are they going to go up or or are they going to like, are they going to kind of, plateau or even go down because nobody wants to go. Well, Here's the question though. I was thinking about this the other day. If they start capping
1: venues at certain numbers, right? Mm -hmm. So say it's even half capacity like they've got going on with restaurants right now. So you've got an 800 cap room. Now it's 400, but that band still needs to make enough money to get to their next show. Are those tickets still going to cost, say it was a $40 show, are they still going to cost $40 or are they going to cost 60 and up sort of thing right like yeah i wonder it's just like like movies in the time being going to a movie theater i'm assuming they're changing it so that you know you everyone's six feet apart do you buy specific seats and you're like oh i'm here with you know my wife or whatever so then you can actually sit side by side you know what i mean like yeah all that sort of stuff how much is that going to change are things going to be way more expensive because capacity is lower so they're selling less tickets i don't know do bands just start doing like, you know, like multiple shows in a city every time or it's like, mm. okay, well, we're going to play an early show and a late show, or we're going to play this night and this night. And so you can kind of get more people in without,
0: you know, it's, it'll be weird. It's
1: I'm gonna, sure some of that will happen.
0: Yeah, probably. I never thought of the, like do, doing a residency in like multiple yeah. cities.
1: Yeah. Every time you go somewhere, it's like, well, we're going to be here for a minimum two nights.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe it comes to be worth that. It's like, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? And at the same time, venues are going to be, like, they're almost going to yeah. have to be like slashing prices too because uh, they need to attract people to come play their venues too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could see it being like a, playing two shows in one night but that's like hard for an artist too and it's like that's their whole tour they're playing two shows every day like that's now now you've taken that you know hectic touring schedule and you just effectively doubled it
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's true who knows Uh, man i
1: i'm interested to see i just know a lot of bands will be selling face masks now oh yeah if
0: if they aren't already it's true uh i'm just looking up the hella mega tour yeah um I was gonna say I I don't think they're coming anywhere near us.
1: No, they weren't. At least not on that like first announced leg or whatever.
0: No. Uh oh. It's uh it's a North America tour.
1: Yeah. Because, I know I was super pumped got, when I saw because that. it's got Toronto. Yeah.
0: <laughs> which is that represents all of Canada. Didn't you know? I did. I've heard. Yeah. Which is funny, because like even as a Blue Jays fan, I get so annoyed when they refer to the Blue Jays as Canada's team. I'm like, I don't right. think that's how it works, guys. I mean, uh, yes, a lot like it's it's probably true in the most general sense yes. that like the average Canadian would if not consider themselves a Blue Jays fan when push comes to shove like They'll cheer for the Blue Jays if they're in the playoffs right. or something. Like, that. like. At the very least, most of Canada would be bandwagon Blue Jays fans, which I'm, is fine. Yeah. But, like, a good chunk of Vancouver is probably, like, diehard Mariners fans. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many Red Sox and Yankees fans, which, ugh, disgusting.
1: Yeah, I'd be curious, though. Like, just, like, sheer number of hats. Like, if you just judge oh, by man, people yeah. wearing hats, right? Like, who... Out of all of the teams, who do you see the most?
0: Yeah, it's it's Jays. I mean, yeah, you still see a decent number of Yankees hats because they're like cool hats culturally, but they're also not. Right, kind of hate right. that logo. I hate it so much. <laughs> also, yeah. also yeah. everybody keeps bringing up how you know uh, how bad the Astros sign stealing stuff was and how they uh, they just just ruined baseball, but then people say how, you know, they may have robbed a World Series from the Yankees and that Jose Altuve uh, stole an MVP from Aaron Judge, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. This wasn't all bad. (laughs) Right? Yeah, like Um, there there definitely were some positives to come out of this.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a true Blue Jays fan. Oh, man. (laughs)
0: Like... honestly sometimes i think i'm more of a yankees hater than i am a blue jays fan which that's fair i'm okay with yeah (laughs) which brings us back to new york city have you ever been new york
1: i you know i was thinking of asking you this exact same question Mm -hmm. uh, for obvious reasons but no i haven't i don't even i haven't even been to the state of new york i was planning um so we're we're still planning and hoping to do this big drive across Canada. But mm-hmm. initially when we first started planning it, we were going to go down through the states. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I want to go through like those northeast states. So come up into Nova Scotia through Maine sort of thing, right? Yeah. And then really I was cool. like looking and I'm like, man. It's not that far out of the way to go to Boston, and then I'm like, man, it's not that far out of the way to go <laughs> to New York City. Like when you just start like looking at it all, and then yeah. It's kind of like I don't want to bring my kids to. What am I going to do in New York City with my kids? Just, right. Just so I'm going to drive through um, New York in a motorhome. If, well, and th- at that time we weren't. It wasn't motor homing. We right, were going right. to just take the van and like stay places. But the motorhome purely came up because we didn't know what would actually be open right like some places it's like oh you might not be able to use that might not have public washrooms well be nice to have a washroom with that sort of thing right so um but yeah we're so so it was on the list to like at least like get into new york somewhere maybe Mm -hmm. but um no i've i've never been have you
0: no no i Uh, i've only ever been to florida I've been to like, like or, Orlando. Like that's my only yeah. venture into the US is I've oh, been, to, been to Florida. Wow. Uh, sorry, wow. I've also I've also been to uh importantly enough Chicago. Oh. But only Just the airport? Yeah, just the airport. Yeah. Was that on your way to Florida? It was on our way home from Florida.
1: Oh yeah. So we did cuz I I've, I've also done Orlando and we I think we flew through Houston both ways. Okay. Um, but I've I've done I've done some trekking into the states like I've done um, San Diego a couple times, done San Francisco, mm-hmm. done Seattle a number of times. Was when that... we lived just north of the border, like when we were in Lethbridge, we would do Montana, which is nothing exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, done Vegas. I've actually out like yeah, I've been through the Houston airport, but I did about a day a night in Dallas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, got out of the airport, so I count it. You went. uh you you did Dallas? Yeah, I did David did Dallas. Okay. Um <laughs> But yeah, like we it was it was it was great. We left the we went and did Tex Mex, stayed the night, and then the next day, next afternoon, flew to India. So oh. Wow <laughs> yeah. oh, I've done India. <laughs> um But yeah, like none of I haven't done any of like the the northeast states or anything like this. So we were hoping to, and now we won't like this trip we're just gonna go across Canada, right? Which is yeah. also something to say about that too. It's like live in the second biggest country in the world yeah, and I haven't seen most of it. So it'll be great because if the trip actually happens, I keep saying if, because, you know, A, does the RV make it? <laughs> <laughs> and B, do we get turned around anywhere because of, you know, like travel restrictions, but it seems like all the borders should play nice for us. Um, yeah. Quebec will be your only wild card. Well, actually the one I'm most concerned about is New Brunswick. Oh, right. Yeah. But I have read that, um, and I just read a story that came out yesterday that the premier, the premier of the of New Brunswick, said that they're allowing people to travel through. Mm. Um, so if you're going to other provinces like Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, or Newfoundland, you can go through. Um, so yeah, so like I'm like, okay, we should be fine. Quebec, I'd heard that they had lifted all of the blockades last I read, except for the one at Ottawa, but. Um, even then, I heard that was supposed to be coming down ah. by the end of the month. So,
0: si tu peux parler français, c'était à. Yeah, that's facile. gonna be the hardest part. <laughs> do you do you speak any French? Uh, no, <laughs> I, mean, I pulled I, can... I pulled that deep out of my ass. Yeah, like, well done. I, I know a little. I don't even know. I might not have conjugated everything correctly in that sentence. But you, I, you felt, pulled that I felt I felt so good.
1: deep out of your ass. You now need a, a cigarette. Yeah, but that. Uh, p- uh <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh good. So yeah, who knows. We'll we'll see how that goes. Um but oh, what I was going to say is it'll be cool because I'll have driven in a calendar year from like Vancouver Island because we went to Vancouver Island mm. last summer, late last summer all the way to the other side of the country. So like that's pretty impressive. Like I'll be impressed with myself. And I'll have done all the driving if it all goes according to plan. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, my wife My wife was originally like, oh, I'll drive the RV at times. And then we actually got it. And she's like, no, no, I won't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I'm not surprised. It's literally a bust. <laughs> oh, man. That's intense. Oh, yeah. No, the closest we came, we visited friends in Kingston once. And we were deciding between... Uh, with them going on a road trip either to New York or to mm-hmm. Montreal. And right. we, we ended up with Montreal because it's yeah. much closer, <laughs> I yeah. think. I think we could have, like, gone to New York and basically turned around and come back, or we could right. have gone to Montreal and spent, like, two days there. So we did that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's awesome. By sheer coincidence, we were there on St. Jean-Baptiste Day, Oh, which is... June twenty. 20- oh no, I can't remember when it is. I feel May like 24th? I just saw it on my. Did it just happen? Was it May twenty fourth?
1: Um.
0: Uh, it is interesting though because I
1: now now I'm going to spend all this time looking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is about to get real boring. Yeah. Oh no, that's my dentist appointment. Oh. <laughs> Was that on Saint John Baptiste Day? No, no.
1: a fun on. coincidence! Oh, that's Discovery Day, not Newfoundland, that fun. Labrador. Oh, it is June 24th.
0: Oh, okay, I had the 24th right. I just couldn't remember May or j- June.
1: Yeah, Saint Jean Baptiste Day. Yeah. Um, is it always on the twenty 20- I, I assume it's always on the 24th. 20- I'm assuming it's. I,
0: its I thought it's always the 24th.
1: Yeah, man, look at them cramming like two holidays within a week. Because then you got Canada Day coming right up, right? Oh, like, right,
0: right. You mean you mean Chloe Day? Chloe Day. <laughs> it's it's literally it's, it's my daughter's birthday.
1: Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. yeah so. Well.
0: So on I, mean, on I feel like I brought this up once before. On Canada's hundred and fiftieth birthday, everybody was pulling out the hashtag Canada one fifty and I was yeah. like, no no, it's hashtag Chloe One. <laughs> well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh did you listen to the uh remixed version of this song? Make oh, America no, I Psycho forgot that again. This album has remixes. Yeah. It's not bad. It's uh, def- definitely got a little, little more hip hop vibe to it because it's featuring Joey Badass. Badass. Uh, it's um, actually it's bo- Joey. It's uh, yeah, sorry. It's actually Joey bought <laughs> dollar, dollar. Yeah, I was gonna say dollar sign, dollar sign. In in Canada, that would be Joey bought toonie
1: <laughs>
0: It's got a good beat. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't know who Joey, uh, badass is. This is the first I've ever seen his name.
1: Oh, I've definitely seen his name. I couldn't tell you who he is though, but I knew it was badass. Like dollar
0: signs instead of S's. Gotcha. Now this just just makes me think of Michael Scott, dollar sign Scott.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Greatest band ever. One of the best punk bands. Pop punk bands I've ever heard, and all of their lyrics are Michael Scott dialogue. It's fantastic. So good. Yeah, I don't know, this doesn't this doesn't go very far.
1: Oh right, I forgot he has another he's he's
0: got another verse. He's dropping rhymes. But has there been any Fallout Boy verses, or are they all just Joey Badass? Oh, Oh, the vanity. <laughs> oh, I guess, yeah. It is just Fall Out Boy Chorus and Joey Badass uh, verses. Let's see what's happening on a bridge here.
1: There is no bridge in this song. The, the, the
0: Gangster's Paradise Oh, bridge. yeah, i say the instrumental part, but there's no lyrical bridge. Fine. Potato Tomato. Yeah, it's just the same, but bassier. <laughs> it's the same, but with a hip-hop beat in the background. <laughs> Somebody in the comments on uh, on YouTube is like, it's a shame that The Phoenix isn't on this album. Then we could say it got changed like a remix, which like, maybe you haven't heard that song yet. That's a lyric. <laughs> it's, I have not. It's, uh, it's an inside joke. I'm, you'll you'll no, get it eventually. No
1: cheating for this guy.
0: Oh, good good uh, and this is the only although, other although I did thing. say
1: like an episode or two ago that I try I started listening to Mania from the right. beginning I was like no
0: I can't do it <laughs> so this, is, uh, this is a little mashup with Panic at the Disco so I won't be able to tell which band is which is that what you're saying <laughs> Patrick and Brendan have very distinctly different that's, voices that's fair Brendan Yuri has an incredible voice it is insane like you don't have to like Panic at the Disco But you can't deny that dude can Belt Right uh, You have Small child daughters I'm assuming you've seen Frozen 2 I actually haven't yet I'm assuming you've heard All the songs from Frozen 2 um, I've heard a fair amount Okay he does one of them so does
1: Weezer, right?
0: Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah. Because it's like it's a bunch of really good singers. And then Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> not that he's bad, but like uh Oh come on, Brain. Weezer. What's what's his name? Rivers. Rivers. Rivers Cuomo. Uh like he's not noted for being uh A a dynamic vocalist.
1: He's a hella mega awesome dynamic vocalist.
0: It's true. I guess, yeah, (laughs) there is that connection. They're touring together. I mean, in theory. (laughs) They're theoretically touring. Theoretically. Um, I don't actually know this Panic! at the Disco song, so it's not that interesting. They they, they seem to flow together nicely. What's that? They seem to flow together nicely.
1: Yeah, they do. That's why I was like, is it it a mashup, or is it just that... (laughs) They got and Yuri to do
0: some verse lines. (laughs) Yeah, it could be. It almost just feels like that. Uh, And I don't want to break your heart, but I have no covers to show you. There's one that I just don't like, so I'm not going to play it. All right. But otherwise, it's like just people playing guitar over top of it or bass or drums over top of it shockingly zero ukulele covers which oh seems to be like a fallout boy staple day. sad day oh i know and they it's, don't play it live <laughs> they, they don't play it live. there's no live performances of it uh no like it is it is slim Pickens. i even just i even just searched uh twin skeletons gangsta's paradise mashup yeah nothing nothing i was really sad 'Cause I about thought Twin that...
1: Skeletons Paradise City mashup? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if Skeletons. I had the time, I thought about seeing if I could like figure out laying Axl Rose's vocals over top. Although I think Paradise, Paradise City's is faster. City I so, and I don't know how to do any of that stuff.
0: Yeah, me neither. I'm, I'm quite uh, inept. I was going to say thing. inept. Oh, thanks. We're on yeah. the same page. We're always yeah. finishing was, each other's sandwiches. Yeah. Here. Everybody's frozen. Yeah, I got you got you a little nightcore. <laughs> it's not good, but it's not bad. Honestly, the thing that always gets me to click on Nightcore is like the cool anime art they have. <laughs> i like, I wanna see that picture. And I'll, okay, it's just one picture. It's it's not like anything interesting. Um, yeah. And that's it. That's everything. That's the entire, uh, discussion of twin skeletons. And
1: most of it was about like driving across the country and what life is going to look like when concerts are a thing. It's
0: true. Uh, apparently there's also some discussion about if twin skeletons is referring to the cover of the uh, greatest hits album. Yeah, which has this, two skeletons playing yeah. with each other. <laughs> yeah, possibly twins. Who who could know? Possibly, possibly. We, we'd have to we have to test those DNA in the uh, in the old bones there, but uh it's it's in the realm of possibility. Okay, this was yeah, this was after, whatchamacallit. call it? Believers never die. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, well after. Yeah. Okay, and I mean. I'm just looking at that cover right now. And that could be a hotel in New York city.
1: We'll never know where
0: the grass is green and the girls are pretty.
1: (laughs) And with that, thanks for listening to me and Pete.
0: (laughs) Uh, indeed.